News now from Manipur where Chief Minister Biran Singh said that the death toll in Manipur violence stands at 60. 60 people died during the violence that took place in the state. People here we are told died in Chuchandapur last night. There was a skirmish. What is going on there as per officials is that there are some Maitis who are still stuck in Chuchandapur and efforts are being made to take them out of, uh, of that place. Hello and welcome to All Indians Matter. I am Ashraf Engineer. As Manipur reaches for normalcy, citizens are picking up the pieces of their shattered lives. More than 60 people were killed in ethnic clashes that broke out on May 3 as mobs targeted homes, cars, churches and temples. According to the state government, 231 people were injured and 1700 structures were burnt. Thousands were displaced from their homes and turned into internal refugees overnight. What are the ethnic fault lines that led to the northeastern state erupting? All Indians Matter At the heart of the divisions in Manipur lies the demand of the majority Meitei community, a largely Hindu ethnic group that accounts for 53% of the state's population, for inclusion in the scheduled tribes category. The Meites have been demanding this for years because it would mean access to forest lands and a proportion of government jobs and seats in educational institutions. The communities, already recognized as scheduled tribes, especially Kukis who live in the hill districts and are largely Christian, fear that they would lose control over their ancestral forest land if the Mete demand is accepted. It would also mean a shrinking pie of government jobs and other benefits for them. Traditionally, scheduled tribes are among the most disadvantaged groups that have been denied access to education and jobs which led to the creation of reservations for them in an effort to correct the imbalance. With the benefits such categorization brings, many groups have demanded inclusion in the list. The clashes began after the All Tribal Students Union Manipur held a march in all districts opposing a Manipur High Court order that asked the state government to recommend the Mete demand to the centre. Within 24 hours, the violence had escalated enough for the centre to invoke Article 355 of the Constitution, an emergency provision that empowers it to take the steps needed to protect a state against internal disturbances and external attacks. Convoys of trucks belonging to the Army, the Assam Rifles and the Rapid Action Force rolled into the state to bring the situation under control. The demand for scheduled tribe status is thought to have been first raised in 2012 by the Scheduled Tribes Demand Committee of Manipur. In their plea before the High Court, the petitioners said the Mete community was recognized as a tribe before the merger of the princely state of Manipur with India in 1949 but lost its identity as a tribe after that. The demand rested on a need, the petitioners said, to preserve the Metis and save the ancestral land, tradition, culture and language. The Scheduled Tribes Demand Committee of Manipur had in pleas to the central and state governments said, and I quote, the community has been victimized without any constitutional safeguards to date. The Metin, Mete have gradually been marginalized in the ancestral land. Their population, which was 59% of the total population of Manipur in 1951, has now been reduced to 44% as per 2011 census data. Stop quote. The cookies responded by pointing out that the Metes dominate not just the population but politics too with 40 out of 60 state assembly constituencies lying in the valley where they stay. The Metes are an advanced community and should not be eligible for scheduled tribe status, the cookies argue. Besides, they point out the Manipuri language of the Metes is included in the 8th schedule of the constitution and that sections of the community already have scheduled castes or other backward classes status. Thongkolal Haukip Assistant Professor Jawaharlal Nehru University Centre for the Study of Law and Governance wrote in a paper titled The Politics of Scheduled Tribe Status in Manipur and I quote 
The claim that Métis need ST status to protect their culture and identity is self-defeating. The Métis are a dominant group controlling the state and its apparatuses. The state has been protecting their cultural, political and economic rights. As such, their culture and identity are in no way endangered. Stop quote. He added, and I quote, To the hill tribal people of Manipur, the demand for ST status is a ploy to attenuate the fervent political demands of the Kukis and Nagas, as well as a tacit strategy of the dominant valley dwellers to make inroads into the hill areas of the state. Stop quote. Of course, clashes such as those we witnessed last week are rarely about one thing alone. Tensions between Métis and Kukis have been simmering for years over several issues, including land rights and suppression of minority groups. The Métis dominate the state government and have benefited from more economic and infrastructural benefits than any other ethnic group. They live in the more developed but smaller Imphal Valley which accounts for 10% of Manipur's landmass. The Naga and Kuki groups are predominantly residents of the agriculturally rich and larger protected hill districts. Here's where land rights come in. The Nagas and Kukis say the change in Métis status could result in their steady removal from a protected area they have lived in for decades. There are external concentrations too. Tensions in Manipur have intensified after the 2021 coup in neighbouring Myanmar that forced thousands of ethnically Chin people to flee the violent military crackdown. The Kukis are from the same ethnic group as the Chins and they say the state government has unfairly cracked down on the refugees. Earlier, in late April, a mob attacked a gym in Churachandpur that was to be inaugurated by Chief Minister Biren Singh. This followed the state government sending notices since August 2022, claiming that 38 villages in the Churachandpur Khopu protected forest area are illegal settlements and its residents are encroachers. An eviction drive followed, which too resulted in clashes. Chief Minister Biren Singh reportedly said that the people living there were encroaching reserved forests, protected forests and wildlife sanctuaries for poppy plantation and the drugs business. The cookie said the eviction was a violation of Article 371C, which conferred some administrative autonomy to the tribal-dominated hill areas. As the violence spiraled last week in Manipur, the Supreme Court said there was a need to provide basic amenities in relief camps, take all necessary precautions for the rehabilitation of the displaced persons, and to protect places of religious worship. As of now, many seem to be returning from the relief camps and curfews being eased. The state government said that only 4,000 of the 35,000 displaced people remain in the camps. These numbers are of course not independently verified. However, Manipur is far from normal. There is simmering discontent underneath. The communal fissures run deep and it doesn't seem likely that the two warring communities will back down anytime soon. Thank you all for listening. Please visit allindiansmatter.in that's A-L-L-I-N-D-I-A-N-S-M-A-T-T-E-R.in for more columns and audio podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Ashraf Engineer that's A-S-H-R-A-F-E-N-G-I-N-W-E-R and All Indians Count that's A-L-L-I-N-D-I-A-N-S-C-O-U-N-T. Search for the All Indians Matter page on Facebook. On Instagram, the handle is All Indians Matter. Email me at editor at allindiansmatter.in. Catch you again soon. <laughs>